That is, you, you got a special treat. You get two audio intros to this podcast. That that was Colin playing dueling banjos. Yep, on a child size upside down guitar. Left handed, right handed. Uh, this is Ben and Colin, and you are listening to the Blackjack Apprenticeship podcast. We are um, recording live under the foot. Feet of the Utah mountain ranges. Mountain ranges in St. George, Utah, one hour and 45 minute drive from Las Vegas. And this uh, this particular podcast, we're going to be focusing on talking about the blackjack ball. Yeah. Okay. And this is going to be a, sh- a 20 minute podcast. I, I'm saying that to myself. This is going to be a 20 minute podcast. Yeah. I will not ramble. I will not ramble. I will not ramble. <laughs> Um, and the blackjack ball, just so you know, is the premier blackjack card counter event of the year. Yeah. And I, I also think that it is the blackjack event of the year. Like, the only <laughs> there aren't event. A, there aren't a lot of them. Um, yeah, how do we even get get invited? Someone said that I sent some email to Max Rubin or some conversation or something... But we went for the first time five years ago or four years ago. Four, yeah, four okay. or five years ago. And this is only my second time going. And we just went, this was, uh, what, last weekend? Yeah. We went right after boot camp. It's supposed to start at 5 p.m. We showed up around 6. And um, I remember the first time I got an invitation to the Blackjack Ball. I could not believe it. Because uh, we had read about these things, especially in um, Arnold Snyder's Blackjack Forum magazine. I think that's where I had heard about this. And it just seemed like... It just seemed like this um, event of mythical proportions. Yeah. And here we are going to it. So the first time I went, I couldn't really enjoy it because I was so blown away by everything. But this last time, I, I, I found myself enjoying it. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is my fourth. This was my fourth one. And, and uh feel feel a bit more comfortable being there. But this one was a lot of fun. It was, it was nice having you join us again. Thank you. It was, it was good to be there. It was also really fun because we... We're able. We we're actually offered a couple extra spots to bring uh, to bring some other guys. Yeah. So Max did us a solid. The day of, he tells us some people got sick or canceled, and he asks us if there's anyone else we want to bring. I and, think I had bugged him already and said, "Hey, is there a couple extra spots? Because there's some guys that have come through our site that are now I feel like deserve to be there." So we've taken guests in the past, and and loud and often. Do we yeah. say his real name nowadays or not? I don't know. Well, but we won't know. He was loud in. He's, uh, he's been almost everyone too, right? Yeah. yeah, he comes with me every time. So I he was there, with and, us. and he's well known because he he's a sharp, a sharply dressed man. Yes, people remember remember his outfits, um, and he deserves to be there because he's won large amounts of money by destroying casinos at blackjack, and um, and he speaks at our boot camps, uh, especially our advanced boot camp. So he was already in Vegas. And then there was two other guys that had never been, and and I could tell that this was kind of blowing their minds, too. It was like when I went for the first time. Bubble T came. Bubble T came. And uh, JC Nup. And JC Nup. And uh, and that was great to have so many people, because I felt like we could be like a a tour guide. Yeah. yeah. We could say, oh, this is where you hand your premium champagne. Yeah. And... um, and by the way, the, the entrance to the Blackjack Ball, if you have not gone, is one bottle of premium champagne, mm-hmm. 
And they never just define premium. No. And for us card counters, you got to be careful because if we define premium, well, because we don't even know champagne. Yeah, I don't know champagne. I did have a glass that night though, and oh, I, yeah. I actually think that the last time I drank champagne was probably at the blackjack ball four years before. Yeah, that was the last time. Um, and so let's talk about a few things. One is there's these there's these tables, and we counted about uh, it's tables of eight, I think, and there's probably about twelve of these. So there's about 100 people. It might be a little bit more, I think. And so at our table is me, Colin, Mr. Loud Bubble and Often, tea. Bubble Tea, and JC now. Bubble Tea is not his real name, by the way. And not only is it not his real name, it's not even his real blackjack name. We're just using it because we want to. Because he had Bubble Tea with us. And, um, and guess who else is at our table? Well, I don't... I'm, who? I'm speaking out to you, podcast world, because Colin can you, knows... Can you guess? Freaking Ed Thorpe. Ed who? <laughs> Do- oh, sorry. Let me use his first name. Doctor. It's not freaking Ed Thorpe. Doctor Ed Thorpe. The guy who basically invented the game of blackjack. Oh, card counting. Blackjack. He, he invented the casino. <laughs> <laughs> he invented money as we know it. He and in- capitalism. And capitalism. <laughs> this is the guy that wrote the book. Beat the Dealer. I have a signed copy. I had him sign a copy of Beat the Dealer for So me. this is like old hat hanging out with Ed Thorpe So if, you. if you've ever heard of, of card counting, you out there listening, um, he invented it. He wrote a book in 1962 called Beat the Dealer, and it took the world by storm. Um, this is actually true, uh, that Blackjack was not the most uh, popular casino game. Craps was much more popular, especially among the men would throw dice and some of the ladies would play this card game called Blackjack. A softer, easier, gentler game. Yeah. Of and um, the, probably the average player gave the casino a 3 or 4 or 5% edge because there wasn't even basic strategy. But some hot shots came up with basic strategy using, using these uh, numerating devices called computers that could compute for them. And then... They did... Um, these computers, they did computations. Yeah. And then this PhD from MIT... Uh, named Ed Thorpe said, hey, I wonder what would happen if you removed a two from the deck. And so he used one of these computation devices and ran a whole bunch of simulations and it made the uh, casino edge even greater. Uh, No, I'm sorry, the other way. Took an ace out, made the casino's edge even greater. So he said, well, what's the opposite of an ace, which is an 11, is a two. He took that out and all of a sudden the player had the edge, so he refined his system. And you you can find all this out on Wikipedia. Long story short... We got to sit with the legend. And we gave him a copy of Holy Rollers. Which he calls us. when we The, the last, uh, last two years I've gone, this, this year and then a couple of years ago, he said, hey, Holy Rollers. <laughs> but now we gave him his very own copy of, um, of Holy Rollers, the true story of Card County Christians, a documentary chronicling sure. the... Yeah, mostly true. Chronicling the um, the the church team that and starring Colin and I, and uh, and the cool thing about him is he could take the documentary home and autograph it himself, knowing that he invented card counting, and it would probably be, be worth yeah. something. Yeah. Um. So we gave him a copy, and we got a picture of him with a copy, which was kind of fun. Yeah. Um. And he told a great story. Um. Not to us, but there was another guy, Blair. Um, 
and I don't know the conversation they're having, but I heard uh, Dr. Ed Thorpe say, let me tell you a story. And I, my ears perked up and it was, it was a great story about uh, contentment and about the pursuit of things uh, beyond money. And he was talking about the new book that he's writing about his, it's basically a life memoir about beating the game of blackjack mathematically and also beating the stock market mathematically. And, and we said, Hey, you know, Ed, Dr. Ed, if, um, if we can help promote that or do an interview, we'd love to. And, and he got our card. So we'll, we'll keep you updated on that. Yeah. I asked if he would do an interview before and he said, no, well, but we we're making progress. A few other things though, we want to talk about are, um, one, congratulations to, uh, Don Schlesinger, um, who won the, well, was inducted into the Blackjack Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, as a result of the voting that took place by the advantage players at the blackjack ball. So how it works is everyone gets a ballot. You vote for two people. And this year's had an interesting list of names. I didn't recognize all the names. I did recognize Bill Benter, Don Johnson, Don yeah. Schlesinger. Well, that was two. I hope, I hope Bill Benter Dons. makes it. I, when I first started I, voting, I voted for Ian Anderson every year until he made it. And now I, I believe Bill Benter deserves. Yeah. I, I agree. I, but, I voted for Bill. But so does Don Schlesinger. And and we both read Don's books, yeah. um, specifically Blackjack Attack. Um, and he's posted a lot on other sites. And, and really, you know, as I was thinking about it, I was like, I think he really does deserve to win because yeah. he's um, he's really uh, poured his heart out into training people. He trained us, in a way, through his books, which is yeah. something that's near and dear to colonize heart. Um, so congratulations to him. Um, and the next thing that I want to share with, this was just a fun story. Everyone, I contacted Max Rubin like the day before and he allowed us to make this special announcement. So I, I get up in front of all of these people who are, our heroes at one time and, and still are in a lot of ways, you know, well, first of all, let's, let's spend a minute and just talk about who is there. Okay. Sure. So Stanford Wong is there. Yep. Um, Anthony Curtis is there. Uh, Richard Munchkin. Richard Munchkin is there. And this is not a complete list of names, by the way. Um, Arnold Snyder is there. The Bishop. Uh, Blackwood. Kevin Blackwood is there. Um, uh, Rick, the Night Train Blaine, was there. He just was walking around with a name tag that said Rick. And then finally I realized, oh, you're Night Train. I I used to read books from him, like, back in the day. Uh, You know, you have almost, not all of the MIT guys, but you have a good... good, uh, Group of the MIT guys, Micah Ponte and mm-hmm. um, Andy Block, Andy Block, and and a whole bunch of other people that probably would be upset if we said their names. Yeah, so we won't say their names; they don't even exist. Um, and uh, Con silhouettes I don't even know them. And uh, so, anyways, there's a good good group of people here. So I get to go speak in front of these people, and what we said was that that 14 years ago, when we got into card counting, almost 15 years ago. Colin and I, we read books and articles written by the people in that room and about the people in that room. And these are guys that played with Ken Houston, the guys that, um, there's another guy, Al Francisco, that invented a sequencing and just crazy and, stuff. And team play. And big player stuff. Um, so I used to read about these guys and now I'm in a room with them and, uh, and we wanted to just say thank you. For what they've done, because we feel like we've done something pretty cool too, which is take what we've learned from those guys and from our years running a team, and we made it accessible to you guys that like podcasts and you guys like uh, iPhone apps and, and video courses online. 
which is not something the older generation was really that familiar with. So Colin and I have an edge that way. And uh, so we gave them all a free annual membership to uh, blackjackapprenticeship.com for a year. And so if you didn't get one of those cards and you were at the ball, you can contact Colin or I directly and we'll, we'll get in touch with you. But we hope to do this as an ongoing thing as a way just to say thank you and honor the, the people that have really influenced us and really made the site what it is. You know, We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. And we feel like it's kind of the least we could do to yeah. uh, give back. So, so we, uh, and, and it was, it helped promote the site, you know, sure. because a lot of them don't know about it and a lot of them do know about it, but so it was cool that way. It was like we were a sponsor almost, <laughs> uh, but we said, thank you. And we brought a whole crap ton of Holy Rollers DVDs. That we yeah. gave up for free, just put them out, said, take one. Yep. That's fun. But some of them might've taken two if they're oh. typical advantage. Uh, uh I, I had a joke too that I never I quite know got what you're up. up to. I, I had a joke that I never got up able to pull off because I got nervous and I and Max Rubin started rushing the microphone. I was like, "Oh crap, is my time up?" And this was going to be the joke. We were passing out these cards and it said "Good for one for a year" and it had the little coupon code on there. And I said, "But there's only one per person. I don't want you guys to copy these because I know how you are with match plays and, right. and coupons, which I thought would have been kind of funny." So yeah. there's the joke. Um, we've gotten some chuckles <laughs> if they would have heard it. Um, the final um, thing I'd like to say is one thing that was really cool was we ran into a few blackjack um, boot camp and black BJA at, uh, members at yeah. the ball that I didn't even know were still active in the game or really taking things yeah. to the next level. No, that was that was a really fun surprise. Um, some guys that had been through boot camp a few years ago, and last I heard they were playing. But here they are getting invited to the Blackjack Ball, um, which makes me think, why wasn't I bugging Max Rubin sooner? But, oh well, we're in now. Um, but to find out that these guys are, are still making a living, doing really well, enjoying it, uh, and now showing up at the Blackjack Ball. Well, and that they like their first introduction to Blackjack was from our website. Yeah. That's crazy, because it just doesn't feel... Like that important. In a when, way. when I met um, Stanford Wong, I told him, like, hey, you're the reason why I've basically been an entrepreneur the rest of my life. But, like, I met you, or I, I, I didn't meet him initially. I read his books, you and I read his books, and taught ourselves card counting, and it changed our lives. Um, and so it was really fun for me to tell him that. And then, and then a guy comes up to us and says, hey, basically the same thing. Like, uh, you're his Stanford Wong. Yeah. It was cool. It was really cool. So, um, so a few other things happened. One is, um, so we had dinner, which was comped by Barona Casino. Yep. Which, is, it's kind of a weird comp because, you know, some people, it's a funny joke that when you go to the blackjack ball, in a way, you're agreeing not to play blackjack at Barona anymore. So it's not like a free and clear comp, like here's a meal. But all in all, I actually feel okay about it. I think it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I'm not going to Brona anyways. So, well, um, I want to get into the Blackjack Hall of Fame and then visit it and take a picture. That that would be cool. Um, but I'm not saying I deserve to be there because I don't. But yet, yet, um, maybe someday. And then um, I'll visit Brona. And uh, so well, you can't go to Brona. So they have kind of a a nice meal that that Max puts on, and then. Um, then they have this contest, 
What do they call that thing? The Calcutta Cup. Calcutta Cup. I don't know what it means. It seems to be a really big deal. There's a lot of tradition around it, and there's a lot of betting, and then a lot of like random... There's a 21-question quiz. The top five people, the, the five people who got the most right, which I think probably the, the average of people that made it to the final table was like 12, that they got 12 or 13 right. So that means five out of 100 were able to get like 12 right. It was like 10. Yeah, but I mean, by the end, if you got 10 right out of 20 questions, and it's, this is true and false, by the way. Some of them are true and false. So it's, yeah. you're just like guessing, and the rest, most of them are multiple choice. And this, this I think it's just the stupidest you know test ever. Well, or for, for those who don't feel like it's the stupidest test, those who are interested, uh, I think Richard Munchkin uh, puts it on his blog every year. He'll put oh really? He'll put it up there, so you can check it out. And, and I, maybe I still you think, guys know the answers. But. I still think it's the stupidest test ever. It doesn't make any sense to me. It feels completely random, and I think that there's no skill involved. But no, that's but, not true. Hang on, but. The same people win it every yep. year, yep. which means that there must be skill involved, yep. or of some sort. Because to me, when I see this and how a lot of people feel when they see it, it just feels completely random. It's like it, I can't even explain a question to you. But maybe maybe we'll try and put a link to Richard Munchkin's blog or no, uh, it's test. it's true. Um, there clearly are people that have the advantage at it. Uh, we clearly do not. Um, I've gotten I've so gotten therefore close. I'm just gonna say it's stupid. Loudon often has been in the running for the fifth spot. So has another of our our team. Um, but one of these one of these days, I want to make it to the final table. So then five people do even more ridiculous things. I've seen Wii boxing. Yeah. I've seen uh, arm wrestling. Really? Yep. I and then they'll do something like hand you a deck of cards and fan it out, and you have to memorize a sequence of cards. Whoever can memorize, you, you have like. 10 seconds to look at it. And so someone's like, Ace of Hearts, Seven of Spades, Two of Diamonds, and... But then the highlight of the night, I, I don't think is that for me. The highlight of the night is going to Max Rubin's house afterwards. Yeah, that is. And first of all, it's just in a house, which is cool. We, we at Blackjack Apprenticeship prefer houses over casinos or country clubs. Yeah. Um, and, and there's this whole spread of food that's like the type of food that your mom would make at Christmas. Minus yeah. Christmas cookies. There's like those little... Uh, Wieners wrapped in croissant a pastry. Stuff. Yeah, that you dip in mustard. Uh, I think it's called pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. There's uh, there was just like bacon salami stuff that was just like they had some they, Jimmy, Jimmy Walker. They just tossed it in the oven. Black. Okay, helped, so they had they had some too. alcohol. They had some bottled water, which I helped myself to. Yeah. Um, they had a crap ton of Barona chocolates all over yeah. the place that. I helped myself too, and I brought to the next day boot camp. And they have about 40 people, 40, 50 people hanging out who have all made large amounts of money, and, and quite a few who are still making large amounts of money beating casinos. Um, so that's, it's so fun it to cool. share some stories, to meet some people. And can I say this? My first year was kind of scary showing up, especially because the the documentary had not come out. And well, we were actively running a team. Yeah. And they're asking, oh, your team needs a name. We're like, no, we don't want our team to have a name. <laughs> well, and no one knew about our team. Well, a few people did, but not many people did. The Washington um, County. Well, team. we didn't have the website either. <clears throat> yeah, so, we did. Did we? The first we, year? We, we did. Well, it wasn't popular. No. People didn't know who we were. So we're just kind of like another fly on the wall. Yeah. But you, you got to, this is my encouragement to you. If you ever go to a blackjack ball for the first time. You gotta just dive in there. You gotta go around, 
shake people's hands, say this is what I do, uh, this is what I'm interested in, um, and I am really excited about what you're doing. Just just get in the conversations. It's worthwhile. You, you'll thank yourself later. By the time you come to the second, third, fourth year, it pays off. You know what? Uh, I would say it's kind of like when you're feeling heat at a casino that's out in the middle of nowhere that you never know you're going to come back to. You don't want to leave it regretting. No. Uh, so I would say to you, if you ever make it, don't leave regretting missing out on a conversation. Have that conversation. Yeah. And uh, some people are a little standoffish, but a lot of people are incredibly The friendly. conversation I regret not having this year was Stanford Wong. It was the first time I saw him, and, and I saw him at the line of the buffet, but I didn't go because I already had food, but I should have just gone. And then he left early, so I didn't get a chance yeah. to talk to him. So Stanford Wong, if you're out there, I regret not saying hi to you, and I will say hi to you next year um, because it was the first time I've actually ever seen you in real life. Um, what else is there to say? We're really thankful to Max for putting this on. I, yeah. I want to... I know we have a Max Rubin podcast, but I want to have another Max Rubin podcast where we talk just about the blackjack ball and why he did it. Because it's really interesting that he does this. And I, I actually don't know why he does it. I mean, I kind of know why he does it, but I don't really know why he does it. And it but it's really unique and it's really special. And I know it makes a lot of people's day slash year. Yeah. So thank you, Max, for inviting us, allowing us to speak. Yeah. Inviting us into your home. Introducing us to your wife. It really is an honor. It is cool. Um, and we hope to come back next year absolutely um maybe we'll have a boot camp the same weekend again but that'll be a crazy weekend so uh that's it um we're we're gonna be writing up a full ball recap um on our website so you can check that out at blackjackapprenticeship.com we'll put the link um on our website below the podcast once we get that up and maybe it'll even be up by the time this is recorded but um i think it is cool um, anything else you want to add? No, that that's it. It was it was a lot of fun, and um, hopefully, you know, we will get more opportunities to interview some of these people that we've been able to meet at the Blackjack Ball. That's always really cool. Um, we've been able to interview Tommy Highland, Richard Munchkin, Max Rubin, Kevin Blackwood. Um, so hopefully, uh, over the next several months, we can interview some more of these I, awesome I forgot people. to mention this fun fact that I one of the things the, the thing that makes the blackjack ball great and this is your line Colin I'm, I'm stealing your thunder oh that's it, cool steal it is um it's one of the few places you can show up where people will be dressed up wearing a tuxedo and sweatpants that's right and it's not weird that's what's weird any other place you would see the dude in sweatpants and everyone would be like OMG can yeah. you believe that guy had the audacity to show up in sweatpants but in a way if you show up in the blackjack ball wearing sweatpants you, yeah, more power you, to you. You got respect because there's just this idea that, you know what? No one's playing. I, I know we're not allowed to swear here, so I want to be careful. But, or maybe we are, but... Yeah, I think um, it's explicit on iTunes. Okay, good. Well, no, these guys, they're not... They're not. A, they're overplaying the fucking game. You know, they're just like, I'm yep. just here. You know, I, I money isn't a thing. Yep. Like, that's not how we keep score. And they can just live their life. And I was like, man, that's cool because... Every other place, you show up and you're flashing your brand name, whatever, driving up in your brand name, whatever, and kind of pretending like you've played the game of life however way you've played it that's more successful than other people. And these guys, it's a different economy, yeah. and I like it. And it's as fun, the person that shows up in a tuxedo, because they're, they're, they're bringing, totally. the, they're bringing the, the fanciness to the, to the ball. Yeah, and they're like, screw you guys in your sweatpants. <laughs> I care about... 
you know, it, it's fun. It brings a little bit of honor and dignity and respect. It makes us rem- remember that we're still humans. We're not just card counters, too. That's right. So, anyways, thank you to those who wear tuxedos and sweatpants to the blackjack ball. Yeah, hopefully next year someone will wear a tuxedo coat and sweatpants. That could be us. Um, but anyways, uh, this is Ben. And Colin. And we are... Uh, from blackjackapprenticeship.com you can check out more things there there's blog posts and more podcasts and charts and video courses I need to give one more shout out I just want to thank the people at the Blackjack Ball that have invited us in or have had conversations with us because it's really been an incredible amount of fun and it's been fun to, to feel like we can give back but also to receive from others so thank you and let us know if you're from the Blackjack Ball if you need to get your free membership email us or if you want to be featured on one of our podcasts we'd love to have you oh absolutely you know who you are thank you have a good one we'll catch you next time